Hello, friends. Welcome. This is episode 29. This podcast is for parents that want solutions, not just sympathy, for the many personal struggles that come with raising children with special needs. Welcome to Parents Have Special Needs Too, and I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Hello, hello. All right. Continuing with the series of What Would I Tell Myself in 2016? And today is a bit ranty, scolding, or like a kind of a kick in the pants speech. So, um, and it's not because I think that like I was an awful person back in 2016 or anything like that, but what I needed back then was someone to tell, like to tell it to me straight, right? I needed someone who cared enough to tell me the truth, regardless of how it may have hurt, because at the time I needed a bit of a, like a shake to, to help me wake up to, to my life again. Cause I think there's a certain point where I started to just wallow. So I don't know, and you'll have to decide if this is a, a speech that is applicable to you or if it's too, I don't know if harsh is the right word, but cause you know, you know, if how you're feeling is like indulgent that you're just kind of dragging your feet and indulging and how hard things are or if you're processing something genuine so I'll let you decide that but for the rest of the podcast I'm just going to be speaking to myself the girl that needed at that time a kick in the pants and a wake-up call so here we go okay So what I wish someone would have told me was that your child's health is not in control of your life. Your life is not at the effect of your child's disabilities. You're not trapped. Life is not too hard and you can have the life that you want and be the mother that you want to be to your child with special needs and to your other kids. You feel trapped, like your life is too hard, and like you can't have the life that you want because of how you are thinking and feeling about your life. The inner dialogue that you keep alive in your own brain. And listen, it isn't your fault. It's not your fault, okay? Nobody told you. Nobody told us that that this was the case. They don't teach us this kind of a skill set in school and they definitely don't teach it to us when we have a child with special needs. Um, So this isn't your fault that you don't know. So this isn't your fault and you can do something about it. I wish I understood back in 2016 that how I am thinking and feeling create the quality of my life that I have. But wait, I didn't create my child to struggle with her disability or her health issues. And you're right. You didn't create that. That is outside of your control. But you are creating the unnecessary suffering around it. You're creating the extra hard struggle and trappedness and victimhood. Those things 
are very present in your inner world and they shape how you show up in your external world and how you show up in your external world is the life that you create the life you experience. Now, I'm not telling you that you can't or shouldn't struggle or feel trapped or powerless. I just want to offer to you that it's optional. I came across an interesting study that tested the connection between employees' happiness and how much they took personal responsibility for their actions and thoughts and behaviors. They tested two large groups, one all-female and the other male. After collecting the surveys, they found that those employees that had high personal ownership for themselves, their behaviors and the results in the company, and even ownership in their company, meaning that they felt like the company was not just belonging to the business owners, but that they felt that they had some personal ownership in making the company run well and fulfill its purpose. Those employees had higher ownership Those employees that had higher ownership also had higher levels of happiness than those that didn't take ownership. And this was the truth across both male and female employees. This is so cool because it can translate over to how you're viewing your life and raising a child with special needs. Okay, but what I'm noticing is that people are still sitting back and pretending like, This doesn't mean anything when it comes to our daily living. Yes, there are circumstances in our lives that we cannot change, but we also have a lot more power than we think to create the life that we want, even within those circumstances. So why do I say this to my 2016 self? Why why does this even matter at all? And here's why. You want to be there for your kids. You want to help your kids to have as fulfilling a life as they can, which I'm 100% on board with. Because who are we to claim what we know their limits are? But if your happiness, freedom, ease, finances, and other aspects of your life all depend on the health of your child, be that mental or physical health, that you will never get there, get to a place of feeling freedom and happiness and ease. And trust me, I've tried it over and over again. If she would just walk, if she would just talk, my life would be a whole lot easier. Listen, I have a child that talks and talks really well. And it's not easier. Communication is still hard. Or if only she was meeting her developmental milestones, then I wouldn't feel so anxious, which is not true. And I felt anxious when I only had one child and he was typically developing, right? Again, I'm not telling you that you shouldn't feel overwhelmed or worried or anxious or anything else. I just want to offer that they are optional. The feelings of trapped, overwhelmed, all those negative feelings that you see feel are holding your back from being the kind of parent you want to be. Those are optional. I would share with my past self things I observed that shifted my paradigm, such as the people out there that are struggling with their children, such as the people out there that are struggling to have children. Do you know what they're saying? Man, my life would be so much better if I could have kids. I just talked with a woman last month. 
her and her husband can't have kids. And you know what they want to do? That they feel will make their life better? Adopt a child with special needs. They want to adopt a child with special needs, which I think is great, and I can hear my past self protesting. But that's different, because at least they knew what they were getting themselves into. And I don't know if anyone knows really what they're getting themselves into when they become a parent, let alone parenting a child with special needs. But that doesn't change the fact that how they think and feel about the situation is what shapes their experience. Not the child that they adopt, or that they will adopt. I bet you that they are full of gratitude, determination, and hope, and that when the hard times come, because they come, that they'll reflect back on the gratitude, determination, and hope that they felt before. One last perspective that I would offer my past self is, I often hear mamas that are raising kids with special needs talk about how hard it is, how difficult it is to keep up with everything, how exhausted they are because of what they have to do to take care of their kids' needs. And I'm here to tell you that that is not true. They don't have to do any of it. You don't have to do any of it. You really, really don't. If you really didn't want to, then you could just leave. Because there are parents that do that. They don't want to deal with it, so they leave. Or maybe they can't. I don't know. But you're free to leave too. No one's making you stay. No one is making you take care of your child. But I'm guessing that since you haven't left your family and you're seeking help, I'm guessing that that is not what you actually want. You don't want out. And you don't want it to just all go away. You're sticking around because you want your child, even with the additional healthcare needs. You want to be there for them. You want to help provide them the best quality of life that you can. So own it. Take ownership. Just like those employees. You don't have to stay. They didn't have to stay. They didn't have to work extra hard. But when they did and they jumped in and they took personal ownership for how they were showing up and thinking about the company and performing for the company, they were a lot happier. And that same thing happens with you. And it can happen now. So you don't have to give your child this treatment. You want to give your child this treatment because you know that it will help them be better, feel better. You don't have to take them to therapy. You want to take your child to therapy because you want to give them the opportunity to grow stronger. You don't have to lose sleep caring for your kids. You want to lose sleep helping your kids so that they don't feel alone when they're having a hard time. You see, none of your circumstances have to change in order for you to start changing your own life from one of feeling trapped to one of feeling empowered. From feeling that it's hard and exhausting to feeling like it's one of purpose. Taking ownership of your decision to stay in and be present with your child. Because the reality is that not everyone does. And I'm not saying whether they should or shouldn't. But what I'm offering is that taking ownership of your decision to take care of your child with all of their needs will make your life less difficult 
less exhausting and easier. Simple concept, not always easy to implement because how you think and how you feel is actually a skill set and not something that happens to you. So develop the skill and use it to your advantage. Okay, 2016 self. You got this.